this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Pistira. Kit! Bria. And... Flick. Last week, if you didn't get this, Pizdira died. A bunch of other stuff happened, but let's be honest, that was really the only thing on any of our minds all week. Flick managed to get to her in time and cast his first Revivify, bringing her back to life, but it was... intense. How is the party going to react to one of their own having been dead? Like, dead, dead? What effect will it have on the momentum of their mission? And who is going to be the next to go? Let's what? find out. Hey, y'all. What a weird question. That was so rude. You, it's like you... And yet I'm like still you, smiling. <laughs> Why yes, do you choose yes, the last question just to like... Like we're all relaxed and we're having a good time and we're here and we're recording. And then you ask that last question and it's just to be me? Like is that literally... It's yeah, like in your notes? Yes. Like what's the it, mean question I can it's ask? It's been 90 episodes. Yes, that is the point of the last question. <laughs> I'm just to, to make us mad when so we talk about it. <laughs> right, also that. <laughs> God forbid we have some sort of an introduction to actually start playing within the first, I don't know, three to five minutes of the episode. I feel God like we forbid, used to do that at some point in this whole podcast journey, but... Oh, I'm sure we have at some... Probably that first episode. Yeah, well, you went straight into it, but in I remember <laughs> kind of like season two, like some combats were serious enough that we didn't want to talk beforehand but that was a distant memory a distant memory we're very battle hardened now (laughs) yeah all right well is there anything else we need to talk about before we uh start having feelings about bizdira dying well how's everybody doing how are we doing this week oh my gosh so delaying the inevitable i know this is weeks after the actual event by the time you all hear this episode but flick and i got back from pax not too long ago it was awesome So see people, we got to play games. Um, I spoke on a panel, and it was was a proud dad with my camera in the audience. I literally held the camera the entire time and switched arms accordingly, and was Mm -hmm. the best little stage mom you've ever seen in your entire life. It's true. Were you reminding him to smile? I I smiled for him. I was like. <laughs> I was like giving him cues and I was giving the rest of the panel cues too. Like I started applauding at one point. Like, <laughs> so like with one oh hand because I was holding the camera with the other hand. So I like applauded on my leg and I was like, <laughs> so I was the stupidest. It was really fun though. It was That's the so best. Cute. It was the best. I also had the strangest experience where right, uh, I guess it was the morning after my panel, somebody came up to me and asked me to sign their players or their, no, their Volo's Guide to Monsters. It, and it was super it was so, and I opened it up and I was like, oh, this person like must have seen the panel, whatever. And then I had this like frozen moment where I was like, oh my god, what do I sign? Do I sign my name? Do I sign DM Jazzy Hands? And then they made a comment about the podcast, and I was like, oh, okay, I have to sign DM Jazzy Hands. And I opened up the cover, and there were all of these people's signatures in there, like 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 Chris Perkins and and Jeremy Crawford and like real people's. Aww. It was very overwhelming. Aww. Loving it, loving also, it. By pure chance, the signature came out super badass, so I took a picture so of it. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna be like, hold on, hold on. Can I take a picture of oh, how I didn't great ask. my own handwriting looks? I right was like now? having a conversation and like had the book out and like pulled my phone out and was like, Yeah, no, totally having a conversation, snapped a picture of it. <laughs> oh my god. I've amazing. never had that moment. I've it never was... had a moment where I've been like, Wow, my handwriting looks so good right now. <laughs> I need to this take is a picture true. of this. When that, we... su- that surprises me. Not at Zero. all. Like, negatively surprises me. Like, Zero. 
No. When we used to play our old campaign, you would like maybe take a couple notes and then you'd show them to us. And I was like, I who who can read this? It's impossible. <laughs> the best part is like all the paperwork I've had to do for school lately. And some of my teachers like, I'm starting to understand your handwriting. And I was like, well, that's good, Lisa. Yeah, good. And you're about to graduate, which is just on time. So. <laughs> just on time, yeah. All right. Well, for your all's information, we are safe. We have just crossed the six minute mark so we can officially Woo! start playing. Oh, that's what we Thank were all waiting for. I was, I was yeah. sweating. I was just to like, be honest, I was nervous. <laughs> Can we right. address the giant pink elephant in the room, which is Bazdira with one hit point? Pink. Wait, I thought that, I know I thought that kid was a horse, yes. not an elephant. Uh, <laughs> oh my oh, god, can I choose what color Bria. my wild shapes are? Because now I'm just going to be pink everything all the time. That yes. was such a good joke. <laughs> I'm really think... proud. I'm over here beaming for you with pride. Like, I feel so like you're making fun of me. No, 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 no. I really um, no. liked it. Have you met him? He's thrilled. Um, Kit, you can choose <laughs> your colors when you wild shape, but I'm going to make you make like a, a some sort of check every time you wild shape. And if you fail the check, then you end up some like weird color and or pattern. Yes. Hmm. I'm so okay. excited about this now. I'll I mean, think about it. Think about it. Because right now you're just shifting back to Esmar form, I assume. Yeah. This is a very Great. emotional moment. I can't be a fucking horse. <laughs> Well, but but then Bazira could look up and she would say, Kit, why the long face? Oh, no. <laughs> and that's no, no, no. when I wild shape back into being an Azamar. There we go. <laughs> no, but before she does, I imagine Bazira also says, now that's a horse of a different color. No, but she's not pink yet. <laughs> get it? She'll... Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah you it get just it? Like, ties all around. It ties its full circle. <laughs> and Flick was never heard from again. <laughs> Is it full circle or is it full rainbow? Full Get double out! Rainbow. <laughs> Maybe somewhere over. Maybe somewhere over. Get out! This deer's got one hit point. What's happening? Uh, should... Hmm, should we go to home base? That's my instinct. Also, like, I want to snuggle her for a second and, like, take a minute because that was really scary. I agree. Group hug. Group cuddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's I mean... pretty much where we ended last week. We were all just, like, touching each other and being loved, you know? <laughs> oh! oh. I feel like when you put it is, like, way. on the ground... And like Flick is like at her head cradling it, and then like Bria and Kit just like come and like curl up around me, and she's just like, "Oh, can't breathe." Too many people around me. <laughs> she's a um, monk. She's been alone like her entire life. This whole puppy pile uh, thing is weird. So I hope that you say that out loud because I'm gonna put my hand on your face and I'm gonna say, "You'll never be alone again." And then oh, I start God. crying. <laughs> okay. I love, I, I just, and then I start crying, commence giggling immediately. <laughs> this is how I handle stress and emotion. I'm a mom. This is what happens. We this cry was, and everything. This was definitely stressful and emotional. I mean, she, like, I don't want to belabor the point too much, but like, she was dead. Uh, yeah. She, like, yeah. She had left her mortal coil. You guys are lucky that my sheets are online. Otherwise, I would have torn them up. <laughs> That's true. I believe that. All right, so we have a we have a touching moment all together. Yeah, touching. literally and figuratively. Uh, and then, do we return to home base? Yes, yeah, I can yeah. do them too. I, I just don't point them out quite as much when I do. Back to home base. I think so. Yeah, yeah I'll yes, help Bizdira up and kind of give her a little crutch to, and I'll help oh, her yeah, along. No, she's she's limping. For yeah, sure. she. I was about to say you need the support. I'll uh, if she starts limping, I'll I'll grab one of her legs if Kit grabs the other, and we can like wheelbarrow her. I bet she hates that, but yeah. 
<laughs> you guys want to grab my better? Where, where's my other hand? Like kids. Flick's underneath I think one Flick of my has arms, like, like your arms underneath his arms yeah. and is like carrying you, and we've got like strong. a leg on each shoulder. <laughs> he's not very strong. He's gonna drop me. No, he's really strong. And I'm gonna lose me. my one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't listen to me. Are you carrying I her that way? I just because this visual no. is beautiful. Like to the side, like she's. Um, well, I, I'm gonna ask uh, Kit specifically to get on the other side of her one arm over me one arm over you is that okay Good. and we like take her and we walk to home base i'm a little bit insulted i think that you're well, looking I think out your for strength traps. is also negative one correct yeah that's why <laughs> yeah okay so you walk in and uh and do what wait have the twinkies Set her been down refilled? on a little on a little cushion no. Twinkies have not been refilled, but yes, there are cushions. All right. I'm going to immediately just like lay down and curl up. Yeah, we're going to regroup for a second. Um, um, I'm actually going to take out one of the healing potions from my... I have two in my bag of holding, and I'm going to go ahead and feed you one of them. Okay. Roll a d6 for me, uh, Flick, as you do, please. Six. I don't I'm playing... Also, side note, I'm playing with my new dice, and they're gorgeous, and I love them. They're <laughs> really beautiful. Okay, great. So you uh, feed her that uh, potion. Bizdira, make me a constitution saving Oh, God. This is what I was worried about. Oh, yay. (laughs) Oh, this is going well. That is a six. (laughs) Bizdira just, like, you get half of the vial down her, and she just vomits all over you, Flick. Bizdira, you just taste, it tastes like... It's for the robots. Like oil. Yeah. How do you know everything? I'm always right. (laughs) How do you know Apparently, I live inside DM's head. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of scary at this point. Either that or Robert's head? I don't know. Uh, Either place. Wait, a scary place to be, probably. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Oh, shoot. Where the... Speaking of, where are the constructs? I always assume that everything you do has like a little asterisk by it and the asterisk leads to and Flick was still carrying it under his arm or Bizdira still had it tied to her back or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could have done everything that I've done with the construct underneath my arm. Um, cool. Well, that didn't work out. Womp, uh, womp. Uh, the voice comes over the uh, loudspeaker after Bizdira pukes up that vial and they say, uh, Guess you picked the wrong one there. How, how'd that taste? That's not really how you're supposed to use it, but was it good? is just going to give the finger to the ceiling. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not the one who pulled that out and fed it to you. He could have grabbed the other one. Hmm. Okay. And then she's just going to kind of do it all around the room, just like <laughs> to everybody. I guess you get a pass for now since you did just die. Um, then she'll say thanks. You're welcome. I have, like, this really strong instinct that these constructs are not actually our friends, even though Alia's soup's cute. Um, so I don't want to heal them. But, yeah, I don't but, think. No, I, don't, I don't either, yeah. but... So okay. here's my thing. I feel like we should heal them, and here's why. <laughs> You're just doing Maria? this because I always fight with you. <laughs> well... Yes, it's but she just also died too. this whole dungeon is against Bria. Every instinct you have is wrong. That's why I'm actually and surprised that you're back at home base <laughs> since she was the one that suggested it. Right, but it's it's not. I'm not trying to be vindictive or vicious or anything yeah. like that. No, I'm not sure. trying Maybe to be a an little asshole. bit, but it, like you say it yourself in so many other previous episodes, I can't make decisions because everything I do is wrong. Because. Every time it's been not a great outcome. I'm just being honest. This is so sad. 
<laughs> and also kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> but Kit agreed with me. It's true. I know she agreed with you, and that's the only reason why I'm not just like, okay, Grabbing well. a file and shoving it down the construct's throat immediately. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I think, okay, can we agree to, like, save it and see if they yeah. start trying to fight us? And then if they don't, then we can heal them? That's kind of what my what I was thinking, is that we figure out... Because based on what Robert says, it seems like probably it's like we have 50-50 human healing potions and robot healing potions. Um, And I think we should save whichever ones are for the robots just in case we need them later. I also think that if we just take like a little drop from each one, we can figure Uh out which ones are which. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have something to add, Bria? Well, I was going to ask him how we could figure it out, but then you have a brain, so you figured it out. You have the brain. Um, I'm like on my deathbed and I'm like, no, 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 no. We have to do it this way. I Okay, so real talk moment. This level was not designed to completely demoralize Bria, but now that it's doing it, it just feels like all four of us are sort of leaning into it a little bit. <laughs> Only a little. I mean, now I feel like... I yeah. feel bad. I'm going to okay, well, support all of cause... Bria's choices. Oh, no, don't you're all going to die. Don't <laughs> do that. That's just, it, you shouldn't do it. You should just let me <laughs> die in my misery. That's like playing right into Robert's hands. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we do all right. is. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So are we, what do you, let's start I've... with the potions. Yes, Kit, go ahead. Um, so I... I'm pretty sure one of the potions that I have that I examined, I determined was a regular healing potion. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to look at it again. Yeah. Since I have two of them. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going, I want to give her the one that I examined earlier. Okay. Um, so the one that you examined that you decided was a healing potion you give to Bizdira, uh, Bizdira drinks it and you can roll 2d4 plus 2 for regained hit points. Wahoo! Does it taste like a candy cane? Eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Plus two? Nine. Yes. Yay. Nice. Uh, yes, it does taste like a candy cane. Thank you. So he was going to say no. Potions. I watched him about to say no. And thank you for like taking that for me. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so you've got four potions left. You're doing with them anything with them at the moment. Testing. How? One little, little drop. Yeah. And it is immediately obvious which ones are like motor oil and which ones are not. Uh, so you have two, two more potions. Motor oil potion. Motor, motor, oh my god, that was the southern in me. Uh, motor, motor oil. oil. <laughs> no, not even oil, it's oil. No, Earl. Oil. Mm-hmm. Motor oil. Uh, so two of those and two uh, uh, healing potions. And we, uh, well, obviously we know which ones are which. Um, yeah, you, I mean, I, you all can cool. keep track of which ones My are which question for, I mean, my cleric brain is going insane right now. That's why I haven't been talking. I've been looking and, you know, looking at spells and whatever. Um, I could do a prayer of healing right now to give us all some... How are you two doing over there? Uh, I'm pretty to tell good. Him? Oh, I don't know. I just went for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're writing our I own also, story today. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so I'm Bri- only how, down eight. Me too. I'm only down seven. And Same. Kit, you're only down that much too. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm down another 28. I also I know, that's, brought that's two my thing. healing potions in with us, I think. I think that's true, yeah. I mean, I, look, I you know I try not to editorialize about y'all's choices, but I'm just going to say that a prayer of healing is definitely the most efficient way to get the most of you have to have more hit points, short of just taking a long, a short rest rather, and um, or a long rest, I guess, and rolling hit dice. Right. Yeah, that's. Here's I mean, thing. I'm out. I of have hit dice. no hit dice left. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. 
Yeah, that I, I think short all of taking a long rest, used... that's the most efficient way. Um, okay, so that is great. Uh, then I'm going to go ahead and do that. We'll spend ten minutes doing that. Okay. So, what is it? Two d six every round. Is that two d eight plus my whiz? Oh, I'm Wizard thinking of a different of spell. <laughs> great. Two d eight. Okay, go. So go ahead and roll those then. That is fourteen. Everybody gets fourteen back. All right. So that takes about 10 minutes. Uh, I assume Bazdira is spending most of that 10 minutes just lying flat on her back. Uh, Kit and Bria, are you all doing anything during those 10 minutes of of, uh, Flick's praying? I'm telling them what I saw in that room since no one else actually saw it. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Bria, anything? Um, I will listen to Kit's story. And I'll ask them, I'll actually ask them all, uh, well, I will tell them that there were little robots stalking me um, once I put the thing in. And that, like, essentially what yeah. I experienced, that the sound was getting louder, and then it stopped being loud, which makes sense based on, you know, what was happening. I, that's great, because Flick will, when he hears the little eyes, the little robot eyes, <laughs> part of your story, he will perk up and say, I saw the exact same thing in my hallway. So creepy. I think Flick will also bring up, um, what, how do we get into this room? I mean, I think there are definitely, we have options, like whether or not we want to actually fight them or try and bypass them in some way, like these constructs, rather. So Um, you're just going to hear from the floor, kill them all. (laughs) (laughs) Love that idea. I have, I, I think that there's several thought processes here. Um, yeah. My favorite version of this. Um, Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, sorry, I have one more thing before we get into this discussion. I have a question for DM. Am I still attuned to the Shimmer Scale? Interesting question <gasps> that I've been waiting 10 episodes for you to ask. <laughs> I, I literally oh just God. thought about it today. <laughs> How are you trying to determine whether you were still attuned to the Shimmer Scale? I want to know. Wh- I want to locate the Shimmer Scale. It is, it is nearby, but you can't get a solid fix on it, which ah. is super disconcerting essentially so you all like if you remember you always could tell exactly where the shimmer scale was and then you had like a general sense of basic direction and whatever for the other two that's the sense that you now get for the shimmer scale as well so it just a vague location it's nearby but yeah it's somewhere near ish to the north ish okay Okay. Should I try to charm Robert into telling us how to get through this dungeon? With what? Well, I was still attuned to the to the which one was it called? The, the one from the Mage Ascendant. Yeah. So yeah. you're attuned to it. Can... You don't have it. But that's your still... focus for the spell, I think. Ah, uh, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been like, can we like? Also, I think go in back? the spell description, you have to be able to see the creature that you're charming. Cool. Anyway, well, okay, that's... so sorry, you can start making plans now, but yes, that's the answer to your question. That, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know if we were actually, like, on the right track. Cool. Well, Bria, take it away. Okay, so I'm going to need a table um, and get my lawyer act back on. <laughs> <laughs> your face. Um, so I'm going to just say that out loud to Robert just because. Oh, God, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, I thank I you for see, resisting that. I was urge. gonna see if like the little robots would bring us something, like if we requested something, if they would send it to us. Like who knows? This whole time, all we had to do was say like, "Hey, can we have more Twinkies?" And then yeah, like, I was about to say, "Can we get more of those?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I think there's a couple different options for killing the things in the room. I think that the focus should definitely be the laser beam. Um, ding, ding, ding. That was my thought, too. You're dinging a lot today. I like it. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. 
Um, but then I, I, I like that this kind of messes with the rules of the game a little bit, so I don't know if DM will allow us to do this. Um, my instinct... Oh, the... <laughs> that one eyebrow. eyebrow. Um, well, <laughs> listeners, you cannot see it, and I don't know if you ever will, but it's quite impressive. Are you asking me to take a screenshot right now? Because I'm going to take a screenshot oh, right now. Oh, no, he'll just lower it. it. He'll just oh. lower it. So... My instinct is I have this crazy sneak bonus um, that happens for surprise rounds. So my instinct is to open the door um, and then for us to just attack. So we get a surprise round and then close the door because theoretically the whole thing would reset. And so then we would just continue to get surprise round after surprise round after surprise round. That is one of the most meta things you've ever said in this whole (laughs) podcast. And you love it. And I really want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I think most important moral of that story is the attacking the robots when they're still uh, not active, maybe? Like, is that the best way to go about this? Yeah, that was my question. So if we blow them to pieces, they're less likely to hurt us. Uh-huh. Because they are robots. <laughs> yeah. I think I think we can all agree on that. Maybe. <laughs> I was trying to be so mind. quiet, but the, if we blow them to pieces... <laughs> Just saying. They'll be less... A bro- that's, I think that that's the, the title. title. Yeah. Yep. A broken robot cannot... <laughs> Stabby, stabby as much as a fully functioning robot can. (laughs) Guys, I feel like we are reading her self-help book. (laughs) (laughs) A broken robot, dot, 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 cannot, dot, dot, dot. Stabby, (laughs) stabby. (laughs) Tell us more proverbs. When you come across a stabby, stabby robot, blow it to pieces so it can't stabby, stabby. So the only other sort of counter, not even an argument, I just think it's just a different way to go about it, would be what my instinct was destroy the scanner. Yeah. So that they, you know, trigger the scanner and then get out and try and uh, attack it and break it or in some way before mm-hmm. it, tri- you know, before it can scan anything. DM, if well, we trigger the scanner... Does that effectively, like, mechanics-wise, does that effectively put them... Does that trigger their initiative? Like, does that make sense? Does that question make sense? I'm, I'm going to give you an answer that is not satisfactory to you, but I promise I'm not trying to, like, cheat you out of your idea. Mm-hmm. Don't worry too much about that. Do, do what you... Like, okay, so what you're asking me is questions about sneak attack bonus and initiative. Think about it in terms of, like, you four are there, and what do you want to do? You want to activate this thing, step out of the room, blow it up, and close the door, and just do that on repeat, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, there, narratively, like, that's what you want to do, and I, I I, know sometimes I give you all a hard time, but, like, narratively, that makes sense to me, and I will make the numbers reflect that. Okay. So don't don't stress too much about the, the logistics Thank and the mechanics you. of it. So here's my uh, thought, is that we can just go do something and figure out which works better. If sure. it's destroying the robots, destroying the eye, like, we... It, we're not nailed down to one possibility and one possibility only. This isn't our only chance uh, to do it. We have yes. options. Agreed. I, I do think Absolutely. that starting with the scanner is the best option since it's one of those and not a million robots. Um, right. So that's I my also instinct. do not want to give the soldiers in there any time to move to come towards us because once they do. Why is that, Vizdira? 
Uh, hmm, yeah. I wonder. Uh, it's well, probably I- the dozens of holes in my back <clears throat> that are still healing. Thank you very much. I think that that's what my, why my instinct is to continue to close the door so that they essentially, even if they started moving, it would reset, is my thought. I don't know if that'll just, actually happen. But, but that's they don't reset in a different, like their original place. Like they move and they they shut down where they stay. So they right. could, could possibly continue to get closer and closer and closer to us. But I think starting with the scanner will solve that problem because if the scanner is dead, if we destroy it, then theoretically the robots cannot be triggered to come to life. Right, because that's the thing. Like we can that's set it off of, the scanner to move, but they won't trigger if it doesn't find any of us. That's why I wanted to start that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see why we need to trigger the scanner in order to destroy it. It has like, to come maybe out of the ground. Doing damage. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, it, right, right, right. It's not. Oh, it's not there fuck. all the time. It comes out of the ground. Mm-hmm. So we do. Hey, y'all. Just out of curiosity, what language is that that you're speaking? No reason. Just curious. I'll say celestial in celestial. Oh, he's going to download the software. I, a flick turns uh, to the air quote camera and says, hush, in comment. <laughs> oh! Oh! Well, then, that was unnecessarily rude. I'm ready to go. Are you busy? Yeah, I, I'm ready to go. I'm like, feeling like ready to kill. I am too. Bizdira, oh. how are you f- looking healing wise? Uh, I'm only down 14 down. But you I have another I have healing potions. Uh, so. Oh gosh, I need her to be more. I I didn't roll as well on that prayer of healing as I would have liked, to be honest. Um, Can we do? Another I only have another. No, I. Okay. I don't have. Well, I could do a third level. I have a third level mm-hmm. slot. All don't of my seconds it. are taken up. Don't waste your third level spell. I have my healing hands. Like I could also do a third level cure wounds. That would be much higher. Um, do we have? We still have two healing potions. As I said, I believe I came in here with some. I think it makes more sense just to give her another healing potion. That's what I was going to ask. Save the spell slots. And we've got our healing hands still. Okay, let's do... Can we do a healing potion? Yeah. I give her a healing potion. (laughs) She's wary of it, but since it was Kit giving it to her, she'll drink it. Uh, That's seven points. Nice. So yeah, so I'm only seven points down now. And you're staying in the back, please. Yeah. I'm staying within 30 feet of anything because I am using my Radiant Sunbolt. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be delicious if you could pop on over to iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you got our podcast from, and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on air as soon as we're able, and the more of those we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people will get to listen. Really doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it helps us out a ton. Unfortunately, we don't have any new reviews to share this week, but be sure to stick around to the bitter end of the episode to hear this week's blooper. We also want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge, pledge as little as $1 a month, and get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like access to the player's character sheets, bonus content, early access to certain episodes, and all kinds of other fun stuff. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you so much to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Los Bargases, Eliyahu of Merc Grove, and Sir Mox the Magnificent. And, as it's the end of the month, to our Shimmer Scale Council members, Sabria Alston, Nat Rose, Tony A. Ellis, The Geekery, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, Lucas Hokum, Steffi Bernard, and River Daniel. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. 
We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music that you hear on our show and D&D Beyond for being generally amazing in every way possible. Check out both of those services at BattleBards.com and dndbeyond.com. And if you decide to use either of them, tweet at them and tag us with at dndlastrefuge to let them know we sent you. Finally, some non-Last Refuge announcements. My interview with Greg Tito and Shelley Mazanoble on Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast, is in two days. So come join me at 3 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash dnd and hang out in the chat. If you can't make it, that's all right. The interview is going to be released in podcast form a few weeks later. Just last week, I released my second adventure on the DMs Guild. Seasons of Fairy is an adventure for six-level-ish characters that takes them on a journey to gain access to a mysterious portal to the Feywild. You can find it by going to dmsguild.com and searching for Seasons of Fairy. That's F-A-E-R-I-E. Finally, I've got a bunch of stream games that I'm going to be playing in or DMing this summer. I'm not going to take up any more of the time here listing them all. So you can go to our website, dndlastrefuge.com slash appearances to see the list of shows, days, times, and channel links. Okay, I think that's enough chatting. Let's get back to the episode. Thank you so much for listening and happy gaming, y'all. All right, so you all are heading to which door? The west door or the east door into that chamber? East. The east. It's going to be the east because we couldn't open the... We haven't you opened haven't the other one. tried to open the west. I mean, we're really... We're closer to the west if you guys want me to look at it. You can try. There's no harm in it. Yeah, why not? Okay, so I'll look at it. Having multiple entrances would be nice. All right. So, I mean, it looks just like the one on the other side. So if you want to try and unlock it or do you want to inspect the lock first? I'm going to inspect it first. All right, give me an intelligence investigation check. Whoa, 10. I mean, it looks locked, so you can make your Dexterity Thieves tools check normally. Okay. That's better. That's a 26. All right, yeah. So you, I mean, as soon as you get those tools in there, you feel that the tumblers are similar to the lock on the other side. So no problem. You you catch those tumblers and unlock that door. No problem. How do we want to trigger this thing? Yeah, I assume you've just unlocked the door. Have you opened it? No. You know it, do- you know it doesn't trigger when you open the door. Just open the door, but I'm just curious. You have to step inside. Yeah, we just step in, step out, and close the door, right? Yeah. Okay, so do we want... Will you let us choose our... I guess it all happens at the same time. Yeah. Um, so just okay. sort of tell me how you're setting it up and what you're doing. Um, I think the best way to go... I, I'm thinking of, like, what spells or what ranged things will maybe destroy the scanner easiest... Uh, do you have any more magic missiles, Bria? I do. I think that might be the most efficient way to go about it, but I could be wrong. I just don't get my sneak bonus, and I don't think it's going to have a very high AC to hit, so I would rather get the sneak bonus. I see. I'm smelling what you're stepping in, and you proceed <laughs> as you sh- shall. That's I have some okay. ice knives. Oh, that's nice, too. Okay, so... I'm going to stick with, like, a sacred flame, I think. <laughs> okay, so I will start then. Um, and okay, I so, will... so you're going to open the door and tell me, like, are you all, like, are we doing another, like, Three Stooges thing at the door? How are we all, like, are we, like, rotating, like, somebody steps in, fires something, steps back? Like, what's the plan for this little moment here? Are we able to all do it at the same time? Yeah. So, yeah. So You can I sort can... of, like, position yourselves like the two taller of you can be, like, firing from slightly above, and two of you can be crouching down and firing from down below. Like, that's, oh, that's fine. A great I picture. just want a picture of what's happening. Okay. Yeah? Well, let's, uh, I'm, I, I'll kind of kneel down then, because I think that's fine. Okay. Um, okay, great. So, so I'll Bria be like... is down, let's say, on the left side of the door, because you're going to open it. So yep. you're on the left side of the door. Yeah. Sort of kneel, knelt down. Okay. Who else is where? I'll be standing. Okay. Standing above Bria on the left side, let's say. Sure. Great. Uh, I'll be a 
Kit, you're shorter than me. Mm-hmm. So if you're on my side, be below. I'll be on above you. All right. So Kit Works is down, ready for her nice ifs, and Flick is is above. And Bria opens the door. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. You open the door. Nothing happens. Okay, good. You scared me. <laughs> I'm... Flick will wave his hand in the room. Uh, okay. So Flick sticks his hand in the room and waves it around and nothing happens. All right. I'm just going to take a little a little step in. So a little like scooch because you're, uh, you're on one knee. So you're just sort yeah. of scooching in. Scooching okay, in. So you scooch in, sort of scrape on the floor, and then it begins to rise up, and you quickly scooch back out. All right, so uh, just go ahead. So let's see. So Bria fires off an arrow from her short bow. Yes? How did you know? Great. Uh, Kit fires off a nice ife. Bizdira fires a radiant sunbolt, and Flick does a scorching ray? Uh, Firebolt. Sacred flame. Sacred flame. Okay, great. Um, all right, so roll... Uh, I mean, I guess roll attacks for those of you who need to roll attacks with advantage. You would have to pretty much double crit fail to miss, but do it anyway. Does it have all. a dex save opportunity? It definitely does not. Great. Did anybody double crit fail? No. Great. Did any? I mean, did anybody double roll sub 10? No. <laughs> did you roll double sub 10, Bazira? Uh, maybe. Well, well, so, okay, I rolled a nine. Okay. But that's Oh, but a, with your bonus, with it's yeah. above 10. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you all fire this off, and then my assumption is you're then pulling the door closed before you have a chance to, like, see what happens, right? Uh, I would kind of like to Or are you sitting there and watching? Just for a second. A little peek. Yeah. Right? I just want to see if it hits, and then if it does, then we'll close the door. Okay, so they, they definitely all hit, and there's, like, a big old explosion of radiant energy, particularly radiant energy, because there's two radiant spells. That nice ice shatters, right? And so there's, I, there's ice shards going everywhere. You hear that, that satisfying thud as the, as the arrow sinks into the, uh, or clangs right up against the, I'm the metal the of eye. the thing. Well, I mean, the eye is constantly in motion moving around. I'm really good. How good were you? <laughs> Not very. I'm... Well, uh-huh. 22. Oh, that's pretty good. Not quite good enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, are you then then what? So you all you know that you hit. Then I want to see if the robots are going to come to life now. I want to peek in through a tiny sliver of the door. OK, but you're mostly shutting the door. Yeah. Yeah. OK, great. So you mostly shut the door. You hear this cacophony, whatever. Go ahead and roll damage on everything for me. Click. I'm assuming it fails its dexterity save. <laughs> it, it does, yes. Flick, what'd you get? Ten radiant damage. Okay. Uh, Bizdira? Six radiant. Okay. Bria? Twenty-one. Okay. And Kit? Uh, Thirteen cold damage and uh, seven piercing. Very nicely done. All right. So then you peek in, and uh, as you shut the door, you peek in, and Kit, you can... <laughs> You can just barely see, like, the the cylinder, like, trying to go back down into the floor, but, like, the arrow is in the way, right? So it doesn't go all the way down, and, like, pieces of it are falling off. It's still, like, functional, but it looks real messed up. One real, more real time! Up. Yeah, we gotta go again. I'm so excited! Um, I need everybody to roll me perception, please. Oh, God! <laughs> and, and we will not be taking passives on this one. Oh, no. So, Bria, what'd you get? Ten. Okay, Bizdira. Four. Okay, <laughs> okay Kit. Eight. Flick. Nineteen. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> so, um, you all close, you, you shut the, you know, you see this, whatever, you get prepared for your next, for your next salvo. Flick, 
you hear a weird sound coming up from behind you all, like just like a little mechanical sound coming up from behind you. And you turn real quick and see one of those flat topped robots has come up behind you all. And it's like right up next to you all. What are you doing? Tell me right now. I'm going to step away from it. And, okay, great. And uh, and like and like touch my friends and be and be like, look, look, look. Okay, so you step away from it, and Flick says, look, look, look. So I need all the rest of you to make strength saving throws, please. Not me, not you. Bria. Six. Oh, that's a six. Okay. Flickit. Eighteen. Okay, and Bizdira. Seven. <laughs> I am rolling gangbusters today. I am changing my dice. Okay, so if you remember when this little flat-bedded thing, like, uh, tried to put Bizdira, who it thought was a treasure chest, right, in the corner of the room, its top sort of, like, flipped a little bit, right? It does that and shoves Bria and Bizdira into the room. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. And you hear over the loudspeaker. <laughs> that was clever, but I'm clever, too. But oh, how? Oh my god. But the I'm door was closed. Not all None. the way, because you were peeking through it. So through a tiny sliver, it shoved them in? That's very Well, impressive. no, like, it shoved them in, the door swung open. Oh, the door opens inside. Oh. I assumed the door opened towards us. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is a totally fair thing that you assumed, and we're incorrect about. Okay. <laughs> Bria, yes? Do you have a, D- you have Bria an issue that you'd like so to bring up? Bria is so skeptical. <laughs> all right, Bria, what'd you get? I crit. I'm ready to fight That's you. That's right, you did. What is that, 24? 23. 23. Bizdira. 8. Kit. 12. Flick. Another 19. All right. All right, so here's what we're going to do, because uh, they rolled shit for their initiatives. So here's how the story is going to go. We're going to do a little narration here uh, rather than doing this. So Bizdira and Bria get shoved into the room. Kit and Flick are just staring in horror as the cylinder once again, like, slowly, like, gets, like, halfway up, scans, detects the two of them in the room, and all the robots get to life. However, you all know how this works. You have had, up to this point, no indication that the constructs will follow you out of the room. So you all, like, on your hands and knees, the two of them, like, reaching in to grab you. Everyone is yelling. Bria and Bizdira, like, army crawl out of the room and get out of, out of there. They do not pursue you. You are all much more careful now with an eye behind you. And you are able to destroy the uh, scanner cylinder in the room through your previous method. Can I do something when we scramble back into the room? Or back uh, into the hallway? Sure, sure. Is the little robot thing still there? Uh, no, it retreated immediately. God damn it. <laughs> I know, I was going to attack it too. I, I was, was going to burn it retreated immediately. I was just going to pick it up and smash it against the wall a few times. <laughs> Um, all right. So, if you used another, spe- if you used a spell slot for that second round of attacks, once you all had reset yourselves, just mark it off. I don't need you to roll damage. We, you know, it it works, right? You have destroyed the the sensor in the room, and uh, the voice comes back over the the speakers and says, "All right. Well, it took you all a while, but you got wise to some of my tricks. It was pretty well done, I have to say. Also, the looks on your faces when I shoved those two in the room were pretty priceless." No. Bastira's gonna bow and just do one of these guys, like... Oh, so the as Bastira starts to bow, that canned applause starts, and then as soon as you do the, like, the, like, up yours motion, the applause, like, abruptly cuts off and starts, and then they start, like, they start to boo you. I don't care. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Flick? Oh, I, I'm ready to go get the brain and put everything in. 
Yeah, me too. That was exactly what I was going to say. I think we should have, like, a group huddle real quick for, like, a hug and maybe, like, uh, what, are, what are these things called? Go team! With your hands oh, okay. in the middle. Yeah. What, what's, oh, like what a, are those things called? Do they have a name? There has to be Listeners, tweet at us with the name for those things I, I if think you know what we're I think about. it's just called whatever you're saying. Like, let's get a go team. Like, go team on right. three. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go team on three. Okay. Yay. That's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. I was like, there's go no go way we're going to be synced up. Okay. Go, go team. Two of you did Thank it. It you, wasn't kid. in sync. Yeah. Thank you. Can I was like, there's no way we're going to sync up and do this. Um, great. So who is going to open the door? Flick will open the door. Wait, what door? <laughs> the door that's in front of us? I what think it's open. Are you talking To the about? robot room. Pay attention. That door was... Oh, it's open. Okay, yeah, it's open. Okay, great. It's open. Do I see the brain? Yeah, it's on the floor. Who wants to go grab the brain? Bizdira's going to do it. <gasps> Bizdira steps in the room, rolling it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> she is angry, and she wants things. And I... So, in my notes, I thought it said heart. Oh, I don't know what it is. Mm. It's, the heart. it's the heart. Sorry. Yes, you're right. The brain is heart. mine. Incorrectly, this whole episode. Yes, so correct. sorry. Yes. So, Bizdira's going to walk in. She's going to... Uh, are the... The soldiers with the halberds, are they still over by the wall? Yeah. Okay. She's gonna they go moved up. a little bit. Like, they spread out a little bit mm-hmm. because of when they were activated from you and Bria getting shoved in the room, but they didn't get very far. She's very, like, she's going to be really tentative, but she's going to kick one of them over and then, like, kind of step back. And as long as nothing happens, she's going to kick doesn't. the nothing last happens. few over. Nothing happens. And, okay. like, break their halberds and be angry before going to pick up the heart. Okay, For sure. you can be angry. She stomps over you all, see her, like, wreaking havoc on these inanimate constructs, and she picks up the heart. Uh, I'm and gonna, oh, this is really dark. Uh, I'm gonna look at Flick and Kit and be like, is this what happened in Silpson? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, That's exactly she died Flick. in Silpson. Flick looks at Bria and just says, yeah, uh, it is. Did we not tell Bria what happened in Silpson yet? You did, but I have like you a few did, nights. but like I'm seeing it now. Like I'm watching her go into her rage, so I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I feel like Bazir is gonna need to take a level in barbarian. I was just yeah. thinking that maybe level six might be five monk, one barbarian. And I don't think you need to like do a full barbarian progression, but I think like uh-huh. maybe a level. Yeah. I you know what? I love that journey for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I love if that. I have enough strength to be that. <laughs> I yeah, I I think you have thirteen, right? So I think you have enough to match the prerequisites. It's just that you would have to like make I have your... twelve. Okay, I don't think you're strong enough to I do, don't it. Think oh, man. <laughs> do it. I think maybe like as we get stronger, the next ability score improvement, maybe. Sure, but, yeah, it's funny. Once anyway. again, we're so nervous that we just start talking. Uh-huh. Just avoid talking about yeah. So um, she has the heart. So I have the heart. I'm gonna put it into the I guess the dais, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so wait. So you're up there, and you're gonna put it in the little thing. What are the rest of you doing? Watching. I, I'm watching to see that everything goes okay. Yeah. Okay. So you put that in, and once again, you start to hear that hum that sort of activates and it suffuses the whole room just like it did when you all put things in your doors. And after a few moments, flatbed robots come in just like they did when you all put yours in with the little boxes on them in the center of their flatbeds. I think it was little like black boxes or something that they were carrying. So there's two of them that come in 
and uh, you know if you let them pass unmolested they they just at a, at a reasonable safe distance but they flank Bizdira just like they did all of you all after seeing everything happen that was expected to happen i'm going to you know with my little construct go over to my little station okay and yours uh, was the west wall yes so it's in that okay. hallway and i'm going to reach in and grab the ruby boots and put them in Okay, what are uh, Kit and Bria doing? I'm gonna start walking to mine. But is there any is there any way that we can block the pet door? I mean, probably yes. Do you have there anything are... that would block it? I those would like robots to in that room. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I like the robots idea. Yeah. Okay. So you can you can move some of those robots in front of the the pet door, which of course does also mean that the door the door that Bizdira could use is also blocked. Right, because the pet door is in the main, the regular door. But she has two doors, so she could get out of the other Okay, one. yes, that's true, that's true. And she wants to prepare an action. She's going to have both hands pointed okay. towards the things, ready to radiant sunbolt, both of them. Great. Uh, all right, so Kit, are you going around to your side as well? Yeah. Okay, all right, so everybody's there. One by one, you put the bits in. Flick puts the slippers in. The hum intensifies. Kit puts the guts in. The hum gets even louder. This was the level that it was at before Bizdira's fateful moment. Bria is the last one. She puts the brain in the southern door, and the humming gets incredibly loud. So much so that, like, Bizdira, you you don't, but you want you all want to cover your ears. It is so loud. Little flat-topped constructs have moved into position. Bria, you're, you're the last one to have them move into position. And there's just about three to five seconds of this incredibly loud humming. And then all of a sudden, something happens that I think on this hair trigger, Bizdira, I need you to go ahead and roll those attack rolls. Because I think that the hair trigger that you are currently on would cause you to react immediately. Oh yeah, that's a 19 and a 24 to hit. Okay, you don't need to roll damage. So, you all hear a series of three sort of metallic thuds. Chook, 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 coming from the doors in front of you. And then there are loud bangs that come from either side of you. Bizdira, you fire your sunbolts into the two constructs next to you. And then you turn and look and you see something, all of you see something falling from the sky. And Bizdira, you realize that you have just blown up a confetti cannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. All eight of the constructs have just erupted with confetti. There is celebration and applause on the loudspeaker. They come on and they say, well, 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 it started off rough, but I gotta say, y'all did a good job. You got the doors open. Well done, well done. And at this point, the doors in front of you just ever so slightly sort of click so that you can see that they are slightly ajar now that you can't see into the room beyond. And uh, the voice says, well, excellently done. Uh, why shall we do it again? Let's, we don't need to go down. Well, let's just go ahead and, and look, I'll reset everything. And so Bria pushes the door open and in the room beyond, you see a large square room. You immediately can see the other doors that you know that your friends are at. 
and there is a spiral staircase that goes down into the ground in the center of this chamber. Uh, and it seems to go down a, a fair ways. You can't see the bottom. Bizdira will open her doors as well. Okay, so you in. see Bizdira, you see Bizdira open her door. The other two also push their doors open. So you all can see each other. And as you be, as you step into the central room, the voice gets gets a little more frantic and says, "No, it's it's all right. We don't need to go down. It's look, we'll have a good time. I'll reset. I'll come up with some new tests, and you all don't have to. And then we can just stay here." Flick is going to go ahead and go down the stairs. So Flick begins to start walking down the stairs. No, no really. We'll follow. What, look, I promise I, it, I'll make it easier this I'm time. I'm dusting the confetti off of my shoulders. Okay. Priya follows. I, look, you two are always the more reasonable of the, of, of the four of you. Why, get, tell them to come back. It's, it's going to be fun. We'll stay up here. This deer is going to flip off the ceiling and walk down the stairs. <laughs> Okay, well, to be fair, that I should have really expected that. But you, you, the last one with the, with the beautiful hair. Come on, tell him to come back. We'll have such a grand time up here. You know how this works. And Kit is freaking out. She has tears in her eyes, and she looks up at the ceiling and follows her friends. <laughs> and as you, as you all begin walking down the stairs, you hear coming from the loudspeakers above you in the, lo- in, in the, in the room above you, and there's just sort of a big, heavy sigh. <sighs> I get so sad down here, though. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. We found the wizard! Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what the team finds at the bottom of the staircase that they have worked so hard and so long to get to. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. We have a review to read this week, and I Yay. have to apologize to our wonderful uh, patron and listener, Steffi. Um, she left us this review quite a while ago, but she left it on Australian iTunes, which I have to jump through several hoops to be able to see. But she let us know that she had left it. I searched it out. I found it. And so now we are finally getting to acknowledge the very sweet review that Steffi left to us. So Steffi says, a very engaging D&D podcast. I love how well the cast get along, and the story keeps me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, us too, if you could only see us. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Steffi. Thank you for being a patron. We appreciate all of your support. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we're attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kate, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. I was so close to burping when I said my name just then. <laughs> <laughs> really good.